Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast once again. Now, in this episode, we're going to finish out the month of April uh, with the last half of that specific open mic. And remember, this is, as we like to say, as my phone goes off, the laziest podcast uh, in existence because all we're doing, this is the show audio, um, which I've actually, it's been getting some great feedback. So if you have feedback on the show, please email us at DaytonSlam at gmail.com. Uh, go over to our website, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. Leave us a note on Facebook. Message us at Slam Dayton on Twitter. Uh, it's Dayton Poetry Slam on Facebook and on Instagram. And reach out. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. And we will go from there. As always, please keep in mind these shows are recorded live at Yellow Cab Tavern, 700 East 4th Street in downtown Dayton. And the work is all the poets unless otherwise indicated all copyrights are theirs. So let's enough of me yakking. Let's get back into the show. Hey, 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 hey. How you guys doing? Did you enjoy the feature? Give another round of applause for our feature tonight. All right, folks. So as Link said, we do have another round of open mic. There are 11 people signed up, so one piece each. Um, And also Friday night at the arcade, there is an open mic. And the show going on, Dayton Poetry Slam is is teaming up with Sierra Leone. Um, So if you need more information about that or want to learn how to sign up or whatever or show up, it's free, which is so reasonable. So get with Link about more information about that um, and what time to be there. First up, to the mic... Please welcome Sydney. There you go. Thank you. Okay. This is really short. I am sitting outside, and the sun is starting to set behind Ruthann's house. Her roof emits a pale yellow glow that so effortlessly holds hands with the lavender above it. I can hear her crying from inside. She's bent over on her kitchen table. I am alone. I let the bugs fly around me. The mosquitoes bite me. Tonight, I nearly embrace them because I am alone. But I always am, and maybe we all are. Thank you. Sydney, is that your first time? You've been here? All right. I, there's so many faces. Faces, names, because half the time we do have poets that will change their name, and I'm like, is this your first time? And then they're like, no, I've been here like five years. And I'm like, damn. You should not change your name. <laughs> I, and you've known them for like... <laughs> I was like, really, Link? You know them. It's okay. Sorry. It happens to the best of us. All right. Next up to the mic, please welcome Carrie. 
I don't know. Are they? I see a couple people walking, but they are not walking to the stage. Did Carrie leave? Are they in the restroom? I don't know. Carrie? Going once. Huh? Corey. See? See? I had, this is what I get for having three drinks and Link or Jonathan's handwriting to read from. So, <laughs> please welcome Corey. This is why they don't let me host mo most of the time. Okay, so my poem is called Horny Freaky Fuck. <laughs> I want him to strum my pain with his fingers one time. Like the Fugees, play with my pussy like he knew me. Cover my mouth, tell me, tell me not to make a sound until he's done with me, having fun with me. <laughs> I want him to strum my pain with his fingers one time. Like the Fugees, play with my pussy like he knew me. He covered my mouth to tell me not to make a sound until he's done with me. He's having so much fun with me. That dick was my serenity. As soon as he entered me, I knew that I wanted to be his slut for life, or maybe just for the night, because nothing even matters at all. He asked me if I wanted to go another round. In my mind, I said, my man raised no bitch, so it's get to it, horny freaky fuck. It's round two. He was stroking it, beating it up like Mayweather. Oh, it feels so nice tonight. It's that Mayweather in April. Man, I want to tap out, but this man is one my back out. And if he could, he would pull my tracks out. But I don't wear tracks, so my braids will just have to work just fine. This man makes me want to sing because that dick is so big and he knows how to use it. That thing, that thing, that thing. Got that X factor, that BDE, AKA big dick energy. Forgive me for being so filthy. It makes me so guilty sometimes when my mind thinks like this. But when he kisses my body and whispers sweet nothings into my ears, and he says, how does it feel? <laughs> I feel the vibe, it's mesmerizing. He even has good taste in music and he listens to Lauren and D'Angelo. Is it bad that he hasn't even hit yet? This is just how I'm imagining it. Will it will be it will be you. I'm in love, or maybe it's just lust, or this is just a crush, but it feels like he's killing me softly with his own. <laughs> Keep it going for Corey, y'all. All right, next up to the mic, please welcome Evan Wheeler! Ah! There we go. Well then. All right, so this one requires a little backstory, and I forgive me if this is not a cool question to ask. I'm about to ask you the whitest question that has ever existed in the world. 
Who here has heard of the Gilbert and Sullivan opera, Pirates of Penzance? So there's a song in that called I Am the Very Model of a Modern Danger General where a dude goes ham talking about how good he is about generaling things. I don't really know. Um, this is I Am the Very Model of a Tired-Ass Millennial. And it is a patter song, so if it's sort of like, sounds like I'm attempting to rap, it is, it is actually in the, yeah. I am the very model of a tired-ass millennial. The information era has depressions quite perennial. I know the names of many folks whose death became political, from Brown to Floyd and Taylor to all victims unequivocal. I'm very well acquainted with, tra with tragedy sans precedent. I've witnessed many war crimes by our active sitting president. Political correctness toes the line of moral apathy. Of my 99 problems, you ain't, ain't, you ain't even seen the half of me. I'm very good at overthinking anything and everything. Yes, I graduated, but I didn't learn a goddamn thing. I'm rhyming thing with thing. My flow was quite terrestrial, because I'm the very model of a tired-ass millennial. Mentally divergent is another name for empathy. I'm on some kind of spectrum, and I do not mean biology. I care too much about things that have not a thing to do with me, like how actors slapping actors is a patsy for society to forget the role the U.S. played in Ukrainian democracy. Instead of loving myself, I searched in perpetuity to find someone whose, love, whose loving could clear up some ambiguity. Red flags are easy when you see them with visual acuity, but wearing them can leave you with, cursed with improper promiscuity. Then I can write a, a scathing clap or possibly this very song and tell you all about how season eight of Game of Thrones went wrong. But when it comes to U.S. crimes and slavery tricentennial, I am the very model of a tired-ass millennial. Keep it going for Evan, y'all. All right, next up to the mic, please welcome one of the co-hosts of the Dayton Poetry Slam, Jonathan. Oh my God, it's Jonathan. Coming all the way from the back of the room. So keep applauding. <laughs> This is new shit. new shit. I am a failed comedian. Tried writing punchlines cheap enough for my graduating class to be able to afford them. Ended up weaker than the drinks at a comedy club halfway through the Saturday Night Late Show. They didn't have the stomach for my heavy pores of cynicism or dismantling the white heteronormative patriarchal power structure. Wanted more bloodbath comedy. More jokes at the expense of women, people of color, and queers. More jokes about rednecks living punchlines turned country and suburban shopping malls. Craving punchlines too deaf to hear that laughter at times can sound like screaming. They want punchlines so ruthless they don't quit. Punchlines that get wrapped around necks and hang from ceiling rafters. They crave a joke that punches down so hard it lands six feet deep. Historically, a good set in stand-up is known as killing. And if their favorite jokes end up with a body count, they point to how soft our nation has become. I want to crush their flesh between my jaws. Stare their relatives down afterwards, shit-eating grin on my face, scream, that's the joke, into the microphone. When they file the civil suit, 
afterwards, countersue them on the basis it isn't my fault they don't have a sense of humor. When asked to respond to expert medical testimony that my attempted humor left their family member permanently scarred and could have resulted in their death, I will swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. I thought they would know how to take a joke. Keep it going for Jonathan. We never know what Jonathan will come up to the mic with. We're just like, oh, he's such a nice guy with like random old band t-shirts. I don't know. <laughs> and then he comes up and you're like, God damn it, Jonathan. Who are you? Anyway. I owe Etsy like half my annual income due to all these old band shirts. <laughs> all right, I think this next person up on the mic is uh, new to our stage. I don't know about new in general, but uh, pretty sure I haven't. Pretty sure. Okay, so unless you change your name, I don't know you. So new to us, okay. So we're gonna have to give him a warm welcome to our stage, please welcome Blackheart Savage! I don't know how tall you are. I think, I think we're kind of the same height. You might, might make it work. Thank you. Man, what's up, y'all? What's up? Um, before we start, I just want to let y'all know that you can follow me on Instagram at TheBlackHeartSavage with two underscores at the end. And also you can follow me on Facebook at Trey Savage. So if you ever need anything, let me know. I also dance and I also make music. You can go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's Big Jada, man. I be with the gang niggas, I be with the mob. You be with the. Uh huh. Say that. It's gonna slide through this time. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I be with them gang niggas, I be with the mob. You know how we ride, nigga. You know that we slide. And this some shit pop off. Yeah, I'm calling up my dog. Yeah, he hopping in the car. Yeah, you know we. 
I just stuffed 10 grams in the backwoods. That bitch run real good. Kinda hunt a keg in just two minutes. Homie looked at me like this shit real. Told a nigga all I do is keep it real. Pops told me that you better keep that still. Anything is possible as long as you stick to that shit. And it's my year. Hopped out the brand new marijuana came with a fresh white coat. Brand new bougie white bitch. You already know that I bought a real Gucci coat. Niggas think they hard, but I was born in the CEO. Niggas think they hard, but I was raised in the XO. Niggas think they hard, but them Hellcats don't drive in the snow. Brand new S. SRT the Rango, that bitch cream every time I go. Brand new track and I'm about to blow. Brand new gas and I'm about to roll. Make a bitch cream and just one stroke. Niggas in my money and damn And had a stroke. Oh God. I be with them gang niggas, you know how we ride. Uh huh. Say that. Uh huh. Yeah, you know we coming hard. I be with them gang niggas, I be with them mob I know how we ride, nigga, you know that we slide And if some shit pop off, yeah, I'm calling up my dog Yeah, he hopping in the car, yeah, you know we Circle so damn small that we can off it all on the short bus Going stupid on that bitch so they all think that we have problems Crazy young niggas so they drop us off at the asylum Hit us with me so you already know they uh-huh. Killers with me and you already know they look and you already know they steady wildin'. I got some hitters, nigga, that'll hit you with some hot shit. Got some heat inside your body, had your ass feeling like the burning man. Bullets coming for you, had your dumb ass hitting a running man. I swear to God, this shit don't end. Nigga wanna come around this bitch, nigga, and his life end. They coming through this bitch, nigga, and they from the land. I be with them gang niggas, I be with them mob You know how we ride, nigga, you know that we slide And this some shit pop off, yeah, I'm calling up my dog Yeah, he hopping in the car, yeah, you know we going hard I be with them Uh-huh, I be with them And this some shit pop off, yeah, I'm calling up my dog Yeah, he hopping in the car, yeah, you know we going hard Big Jada, man. You can also follow me on all platforms. Also, as well, under Prince Vegeta, if you ever need my music. Say that. We're going to give more of an applause because that was our first time on our stage. All right, next up to the mic, please welcome Maya! You can use whichever one. I'm scared. Hi, I'm Maya, my pronouns are they, them. I've never done this before, and I might just walk off the stage right now. Tear it all out of me, or I'll rip it open so you can see what lies inside. Spill out all my secrets as my guts unravel to my feet. Let you see the complexity of the perceptions that coincide with my humanity, with my vivid reality and stark fantasies heart beating. I let it throb on the floor to the rhythm of your war drum as though the song was made just for my dancing. Mind quivering, I'd let you push your fingers deep inside the tendrils of my brain still connecting. Muscles in my calves spasming. 
I'd let you braid the fibers and reinsert the end back in my ankle, and as you secure the wound shut with your grasp, you could drag me, arms flailing for safety in something sturdy half-buried in the ground. You could hold my neck real tight to feel the air move past my throat. You could press on my eyes to feel them dart inquisitively behind my lids. You could crush my body ever so softly with yours to ask my pulse if I am dead, but I assure you, for every action I do not take to escape, I am still better than this, as there are some things in this life to which no person worse than those who dole out sweet punishment can consent. Maya! What? Link, we gotta throw the mic away. Right? Well, we got it's another out of commission. One. We can put that shit in timeout. Yep. If we need to, we got yep. another mic. First time? Let's oh. not let's not Please recall my first time Please on the mic. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to talk about mine like back nope. in 2003. <laughs> that was that was right? ugly shit. Yeah. No. Maya, please keep coming back. Give him another wa- round welcome. All right. I'm going to call this person up because they signed up first and they've probably been here since like seven. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, please welcome to the mic, Aaron MJ. Uh, no worries. Um, it's good watching everybody, honestly. Um, uh, this one's kind of fairly old shit. Uh, <laughs> Who? Don't do that. Don't do that. No. This is 2022. We can't protect good news. All right? We can't get off with that. We can't get back up with the lady. What was Letitia? What was it? What's the other L? Lachey. Letitia Lachey. Thank you very much. That means a lot. Oh, my God. That means a lot. So this is called a poem for the Greyhound Girl. Um, um, Raindrops glided across the window surface, leaving trails in their wake, and they began to streak across her reflection, the girl across the bus aisle. And it seems as though they don't want to leave her because they all collect in this finite point on the window, the reflection of her eyes. It's like the wind doesn't mean anything to them. It's like physics don't mean anything to them. It's really like nothing means anything to them except for the girl with their old eyes and seat number 24 looking out the window. And both the drops and I wonder in wide-eyed curiosity where her mind is taking her maybe home. Or maybe a lover, or maybe the boy writing in a notebook who should have been more subtle and looking up at her seat number. Uh, I'll just sit here wishing and daydreaming of my lips streaking across her face like those drops streaking across her reflection, like comets streaking across the milky sky, because I'll always wonder what could have been. Thank you. Thank you very much, Letitia. It means a lot of everything.
keep it going for Aaron MJ. This, this interaction reminds me of stepbrothers when they're like, did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Okay. <laughs> Do not put your nuts on my drum. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, next up to the mic. She was the winner of our slam last show. So we gotta give another warm welcome back up to our stage, the one and only Cat King. <laughs> Two slams go, see, this is why I don't host. Uh, I know, I'd be in and out and all around. The Bars Kid won the, the last Bar's slam. The Bars Kid did. That is true. Yeah. She and won then, a recent slam of ours. That was two slams ago. And there then who's going to win the next slam on Easter? Oh. It could be you. Oh, snap. Hello, hello. Um, I had one of those slushies. And if you did not get one, you are missing out. And I recommend you get one next time. And I am feeling it. So you guys should get one. All right, so one of the best things about sitting in the back of the room is I have a front seat to every man that got uncomfortable when Letitia said pussy. So, so, this is for you. I love you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you more. Okay, uh, pussy on strike, out of commission. To gain access, get me in my feelings, because I'm done absorbing negative energy. This pussy is a gift that you have to unwrap delicately, and I won't settle for no thief that thinks he can come into my life and woo me out of my panties and in between my sheets and into my national treasure. Because I fought too hard to protect my hidden gem, and I'll be damned if I let just anybody in, because again, y'all's energy is whack, and I don't need none of that. So I'll protect what's mine, and in the meantime, stimulate my mind, and maybe, just maybe, I might open the door to see the vulnerable sides of me and maybe a little more. But it's not that easy. I got high standards. I know what I want, and I know what I need. So don't think you can come around here with negative energy and bad intentions and expect to get the restricted parts of me. Because like a trophy, I have to be earned, and I don't pass out participation awards. Because if you ain't first or last... <laughs> Because like a trophy, I have to be earned, and I don't pass out participation awards, because if you ain't first, you're last. And lately, I don't have the space or my own energy to entertain a bunch of suitors trying to persuade me that what they bring to the table is what I need. Because let's get one thing straight. I'm not afraid to eat alone. I'm chill on my own. I don't need a lover to make a happy home, because I got me, and that's all I need. So don't think it's that easy to gain access to my heart, and most certainly not my pussy. Thank you. Keep it going for Cat King. Hey, Cat. I saw an Instagram post today that you are a new. You have a new position somewhere in. Very, 
Very cool. Very cool. If you haven't been to that that shop, get with her. She'll give you more information. Oh, whole outfit. Man, get with her about that because there's a lot of local businesses that need social media marketing and either don't have the resources or just getting started. I mean, shit, so, it takes three of us to do it. I know, and <laughs> technically two and a half because I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm you here. Okay, we'll fly- just pop still up make here. The best flyers of the three of us, though. Uh, I do what I can sometimes. And, and I think the official word of the night is pussy. I'm pretty sure that, it yep. Is, yes. Letitia has brand of the night, a pussy night. Not sure. I'm not not going to continue with that, but uh, Letitia probably will, because it's Letitia. So if you need more pussy conversations, she is outside somewhere. So <laughs> she, she is definitely outside. So, okay. Next up to the mic. We haven't seen this poet uh, on our mic in quite a while. Um, so give them a warm welcome back, Andy Social. We missed you, Andy. Only slightly too tall for me. Nope, it's good. Okay, so this is one that I sort of finished before the last time I was at the mic, um, but I've been tweaking it since. Um, Mix and match. I drank my way through college dealing cards and telling stories. Those spilled cups you see, emotional disappointment. But don't become so focused on what's lost that you fail to see the cups full of promise that stand amongst them. A body on a beach, ten swords bristling from his back. I can tell from the look on your face. You have felt this, lived it. A skeletal rider carries a tattered banner. Fear not, it's simply a door closing on a place you've already left behind. People love a story. If you tell them a story about themselves, wow. College was decades ago, and even though I can now afford to drink, whenever I wish, without resorting to card tricks, I almost never do. The cards themselves collect dust, and I would probably never even think about those days if I didn't see Facebook posts from the friends who shared the dance floors or or occasionally run into somebody whose story I told at a dark table in a gay bar that has long since shuttered. What possesses a person to accept a tale told to them in a shadowy bar by a stranger in exchange for booze? Beyond that, how could someone make of that saga a roadmap for their future, a legend by which to gauge the course of their life? If at that time I could have imagined for even a single second, as the mic descends, um, for even a single second, It's very distracting when things change and you don't want them to. If at that time I could have imagined for even a single second that they were seeking answers at the bottom of my bottle, I would have kept my stories to myself. I drank my way through college doing tarot readings for drinks. 78 cards mixed and tossed onto the table meant so much more to the strangers who chose to believe that somehow 
Illustrated cardboard enabled me to see them as anything more than the source of my next drink. Keep it going for Andy. As Link mentioned earlier, our next show is Easter weekend. Uh, so you should come join us. And we have a slam, we have an open mic. I'm pretty sure it's a, I don't know where Link went. Jonathan, it is, is it a fuck Easter slam? New shit slam? I have no idea. Oh, okay. All right. So this is indeed a fuck Easter slam. It's a bit aggressive, but there you go. All right. Well, you get to win some money. I mean, if you win, you get money and you get maybe uh, a Easter egg fill with candy. For us to be contradicting. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, no. Nope. Oh, that sounds. That's a good way to advertise our next slam. <laughs> All right, we have two more people to hit our mic. So, Link. Would you like to do the honor of our second to last poet? This poet is the alt or the penultimate poet the what? of the night. How'd you mess up your favorite word? What was happening? Um I've been <laughs> hanging out with Letitia. <laughs> do not I blame gonna, our feature. I was gonna say the word, but then I got high. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't even smoke shit. I just like within three feet of her and like social distance contact buzz. Oh my gosh. I gave him one job and it's okay. It's all right. Please welcome. It's a lie. This is not the penultimate poet because Letitia made a request of me to read a poem. So I'm going to be last. So this is not the penultimate poet. Hey, it's your show. I'm just here. It is not. It is our show. <laughs> Please welcome to the mic, Moss! Hi, I'm Moss. They, them pronouns. Um, I, was n- I didn't know about tonight until last minute, so I was not prepared. <laughs> um, this is my second performance out of SLAM, but first time with you guys. This is some old shit. Um, um, So as you know, April is Poetry Month, but it's also Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So this poem goes well with that. It's called The Sun Will Come. What happened to treating others the way you wanted to be treated? The golden rule seemed to have changed to blame the victim or not even believe them at all. Sexual assault is an epidemic. One out of six women have been the victim of a sexual crime in their lifetime. It's time society start believing and supporting survivors instead of treating them like dirt. Survivors aren't dirt, they're seeds, and they grow when they get support. People can pick your petals and make you feel ugly, like they took something from you, 
but you can only you, but you can grow new ones. You can still grow even after what happened to you. Remember, you're a seed. In fact, you'll be even taller than before, and you might like your new petals even better. Embrace your new petals and face the sun, but sometimes you have to wait for the sun. You might think the sun will never rise again, but really, you're just in winter. It's okay to wilt sometimes. You can grow again. You're a seed. You just have to wait for spring, for summer. They will come again, I promise. Not all flowers bloom all year, and when a flower, flower isn't blooming, pardon me, and when a flower isn't blooming when it's supposed to, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower. Because there's nothing wrong with the flower, flowers just need tended to. They need support and care. They need sunlight to bloom. But sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to wait for the sun, and it will come again, I promise. Keep it going for Moss! All right, so I believe that this next person is our penultimate poet. Yes. Okay, all right. Please welcome to the mic, Suzanne! So this summer I came to Yellow Cab with a problem. I wanted to write a play about women and all the problems we face because no matter what race you are as a woman, you've got issues because society gives us issues. And when writing this play, a monologue wasn't enough. So I came and I watched all you guys perform and I thought, that's how women express themselves and that's how I'm going to express the pain. So. Um, I want to read a poem from one of the characters of this play. This character has elected not to have children because of past trauma, but also believes she, uh, she also believes that children don't belong in this world anymore because they're not, we're not worthy of that innocence. So I'm going to perform this. It's called The Clock. To hear them, you'd think we, the women folk, had nothing better to do than give life, but never live life, toil as it passes by. Once our life aspired to stagnant chatter over daily tasks, chores that didn't matter, at least to those we're taught to believe we can't live without, minds still sewn with that doubt, tick-tock the clock, count down and wind up, collective obsession with how my plan should play out. But I still wanted, want to play, to question, explore, initiate, participate, cultivate my reprieve. Latitude to solicit expectations of excellence, not obligation to counterfeit mores, liberate identity, create an image of my own perfection, protect my right to be alone, not lonely, contented, not complacent, birth my right of way through the doors of every classroom, lecture hall, surgery suite, defiance of reliance on my submission, raise my hand to get behind edification, construction of my edifice to muffle, drown out the whispered cacophony, corroding the girl, Mutilating the woman, trying to grow up stable, underfoot, under pressure to a standard which shifts and swirls. Tick tock the clock, count down, they turn up a message, a lady, a whore, a mother, childless, in the home, out of bounds, a student, a mentor, a friend, a sister, an inspiration, an abomination, a fighter, a pacifist, synchronous, perilous, be all of this conflict. So when they find us, me, unsteady, prime and ready to be flattered into their submission, unwilling participation, 
completion in touchy games, dulled by the only constant, the continuous instruction, graduate destruction of the instinct to run. Tick tock the clock, count down, give up the innocence, collected, not protected to the right, the right of passage to fear, not of but for kids. As their villagers retreat to tribes, the collective ascribes weakness in the shared, segregation prepared for their sustenance, while nutrients, love, tolerance, shrivel on the vine, fertilize the wealth, flashed around as a badge of truth as they cry, malnourished, desiccated, scavengers of praise are elevated, worship for their gospel of supremacy, bigotry, denial of equality, plunder over sustainability, rape them, rob them, give them a job, and the cycle can begin again indefinitely as the planet burns, bees decline, no one learns, it's in our eyes, they're the kids see their way to be is victim or predator. Ignore the cry, shriek at me, contribute to the perpetuity. The cycle may claim me, but I refuse to add. Tick tock the clock, I feel no more. But I am reminded it's still set for me, framed by misogyny and socialized by the need to please. But please listen to me. My satisfaction is chipped away when you say as my fellow woman, my fellow friend, when I don't fit uterine homogeny that I'll come around to what you define as your life. Ignore mind. See, college never taught me how to express my disappointment in them. If I were a man with their verbosity, I would be emasculated. I guess I'm left hysterical. Keep it going for Suzanne. All right, so there was a feature request uh, to have Link come on stage. Give a round of applause for Link! Do you even need a mic? So do you even need a mic? <laughs> I'm gonna use this one though. Cause it's my baby. It's probably not the one you think. I'll, work, I'll submit this audio later. Yay. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed by this poem do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of the Dayton Poetry Slam, Yellow Cap Tavern, or Ohio Arts Association. It's a work of satire and should be treated as such. Unless you get my motherfucking wife's name in your motherfucking mouth. We recognize that there's a growing discomfort throughout the United States due to political upheaval currently residing throughout Washington, D.C. We also recognize the difficulty it is to truly deal with the tremendous amount of stupidity surrounding the political system and its loudest supporters. So with these items in mind, I would like to present you with the beginning of a brand new series of lectures on the BBC on how to keep your head afloat in these tumultuous times. Today's segment, How to Punch a Nazi. Before we start into a proper technique, we must take the opportunity to remind you that it is actually a crime to punch a Nazi that could result in fine or jail. Believe it or not, this could also be designated a hate crime, a textbook definition of oxymoron, if we've ever heard one. So please take proper precaution and hide your identity. 
the lifelong satisfaction of delivering justice will have to satiate you. However, if you decide to punch unprotected, we strongly urge you to set up a GoFundMe project to help with your legal costs before you commence with pugilistic affairs. There are several ways to properly punch a Nazi, and it all revolves around the distance from the human slice of filth you choose to be. Remember, though regardless of the distance, the fist positioning remains the same. Curl your fingers into your palm, making sure that your fingers are tucked into the palm of your hand and not digging into the palm itself. Think of the generation of Jewish mothers tucking their children into their arms. Use that image while you form the fist and you'll make sure the power remains in your knuckles. Your thumbs should be tucked underneath of your fingers and touching the middle finger. You know, the one you wanted to start off with first, but decided on harsher measures. Now, the approach is everything, and as previously mentioned, depends on the distance. A short jab is definitely satisfying, especially if delivered to the nose, orbital socket, or directly to the throat. Any of these will throw your opponent off base for some time and keep them open to subsequent strikes. Keep in mind, though, there is a time limit. If you so desire, a strike from the side could be more effective and possibly rend the hate-filled jackass unconscious. Simply run up to the side, leap into the air, and relieve the arse of his or her at vertical advantage. This technique also, also allows some embellishment along the lines of screaming the Howard Dean yell, yeah! or the favorite Falcon Punch. Again, remember that you should leave time to flee the scene. The final tactic would be to pretend to drop something and stoop down to retrieve the lost item. This allows a video game style uppercut that can liberate the jaw from the rest of the skinhead. And this should go without saying that shouting, Shuriken, is an absolute must. Either way, please choose to remember, exercise caution when putting fists to the faces of those unintelligent brutes. Also, take care that the next punch isn't meant for you. You're in good company, though. After all, we've been punching Nazis since the 1930s. In the next segment, we'll examine proper techniques for organizing marches and how to shout in the face of a Nazi. Hey, thank you all for coming. Give it up for Quiet Storm. Give it up for Jonathan. Give it up for Yellow Cap Tavern for hosting our asses for six years. Give it up to our feature one more again, Letitia. And give it up to yourselves for coming out, supporting poetry tonight. We will see you on April 17th. Uh, it's our April Slam. There'll be a whole bunch of fun stuff. Winner takes home $50 cash. Second place takes home a uh, free pass for the next show. Third place, a warm hug. Don't do anything we would, folks. If you do, hold out for six mil in a helicopter. Good night. And that brings us to another end of another wonderful, fun time here with the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. If you'd like to join us in person, then please go to our website, DaytonPoetrySlam.com. Look up our schedule for the first and third Sunday of every month. Uh, look at our website, or not our website, look at our Facebook page. Look at our Instagram, all Dayton Poetry Slam. And then we are on Twitter, at Slam Dayton find out how also on our website you can donate to help keep the slam going uh, none of us draw a paycheck from this show we just 
channel the money right back in, get better features, get better times, and have a lot of fun with you. Thank you for joining us again. All rights reserved to the poets. It is their performances, their pieces that keep us alive. So take care of yourselves. As always, don't do anything I would. If you do, hold out for six mil in a helicopter. We'll see you next time on the Dayton Poetry Slam podcast. Mm-hmm.